Hey, this is Rich. This is Cass. This is Jacob. This is Luke. Yes, Salut, c'est Jonathan Mercier. Welcome to the Hillsong Creative Micropod. Well, hello everybody and welcome to the Hillsong Creative Micropod. Uh, my name's Sloan, I'm one of the pastors at Hillsong and uh, I'm really excited about today's episode because we have joining us a good friend and mentor of mine, uh, Dr. Van, also known as um, Vandolph the Grey. And uh, yeah, really excited to have Dr. Van on with us. He's a senior lecturer at Alpha Crucis College, specializing in New Testament, um, but also working with theology, language and And all things great and wonderful. <laughs> so, um, hello, Dr. Van. How are you? I'm really well, thank you, Sloan. And, and thank you for the opportunity and privilege to be able to share a little bit of the insights that I've gleaned uh, along the way in my journey with, with God. Wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us. It's our privilege as well. So, yeah. So, I guess, first of all, can, can I just ask you, um, we're in the lead up to Easter here, and, um, and obviously with your with your wealth of knowledge and the area that you work in. I was wondering for you, how do you traditionally prepare for and celebrate Easter? Like um, are there verses you'd read or um, ways that you'd pray in preparation for Easter? Yeah, I, 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 I seriously take um, some of the Psalms uh, in the scriptures because I think that, you know, Psalms like Psalm 22, uh, Psalm 13, various Psalms, you know, even 23. I, I try to pick up on Psalms that again and again have both uh, a lament lament feel about them, right. a sense of moving into a place, a journey of grief, and yet there's also a sense of encountering God uh, through, through the language of the Psalms. The, the Psalms I've discovered, Sloan, uh, unlike scriptures, majority of the scriptures speak for us, uh, Psalms speak to us. Well, speak speak for us, I'm sorry. Yes. Some speak for us and, and other scriptures speak to uh, to us. Wow. Is there a snippet from one of those Psalms that you'd like to, to read or that specifically speaks to you or um, stands out? I, I think that uh, the opening verse of Psalm 22, uh, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, mm. uh, the whole thing of my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That That's always, <laughs> it always apprehends me and arrests me because um, uh, it, it's it's hard to work out in terms of when you enter into that psalm, what, what on earth would cause David to say that? Right. And and yet Jesus picks it up on the cross. And so that that's always uh, a very powerful moment. And so in preparation for Easter, I may return to that Psalm 22 verse 1 simply to sit there for quite a while reflecting on the fact that uh, what would it cause the perfect son of God who was always pleasing the father, yes. yet he cries out to his father, why have you abandoned me? Wow. I mean, he, I mean, I'm consistently inconsistent, Sloan, so he's <laughs> got to be reason to abandon me, but it's, it's just the sheer grace of God. Wow. That's powerful. Um, so when, I guess when we spoke earlier this week, Van, you, you mentioned how significant it was that we would experience this crisis, I guess the times that we're in with coronavirus, um, during Easter. Um, can you explain why that is yeah. and what, 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 what were yeah. you thinking? Oh, I, I, th I think uh, 
There's a number of things there, Sloane. I, I, I don't, I don't imagine for one moment that the Father, Son, and the Spirit somehow are looking at the, the coronavirus thing and saying, "Oh my goodness, what's happening to the world?" Right. God is sovereign. Mm-hmm. The second thing is, uh, God has brought home to me that that the only fear He wants me to be engaged in is the fear of the Lord. Wow. And and that's not you know an apprehensive fear. It's the fear of the Lord that's the beginning of wisdom. So the more I stay engaged with God, not to pester him with questions and frustrations, but rather stay engaged with God and learning to listen to him, then wisdom begins to uh, take its place and give me some sort of perspective. I think I think in the place of uncertainty, faith ripens. Right. I, I, I just think that in the midst of all this unprecedented chaos, um, I, I'm mindful, Sloan, of Genesis 1, the opening two verses, right. and I hear God saying to me, I'm the God who brings order out of chaos. So, so if that's the Genesis beginning, then it's got to be my beginning every day. I'm bringing order out of chaos. Right. Stay with that. Hang on to that. If that was, if truly, if that was the only word that I'd heard from God in the scriptures, then, then that's enough. He right. brings order out of chaos. Wow, that's powerful, yeah. That's right. But but the other aspect, Sloan, is the Easter event it helps to center us again in the in, in relation to uh, God coming among us as a human being and God being willing to say to us, uh, I don't love you if you become good or if you change. I love you so you can change. Right. And and uh, the giving of myself is about a, a dimension of suffering that the world has yet to comprehend and grasp, but they'll only experience it as they believe that this one, Jesus, has taken their place and stands before them and says, let me engage you. Let yeah. me allow you to show you how you can walk with me and live the life that I would want you to live, not enslaved to fears and darkness and yeah. all those mm-hmm things that deny us life yes. as God had intended. So I guess when it comes to the specific Easter moment, Jesus' death, burial and resurrection, is there a, like a specific message that you think that brings to us today, to the world today? You know, kind of Okay, go, going back to the cry on the cross, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Uh, I, brought, I drew attention to Genesis, order out of chaos, but I also draw attention to the cry of God's heart for Adam, where are you? Right. Where are you? Yeah. And I think I think that that's not a question of intrusion. It's a question of God's heart breaking for humanity saying, where are you? Right. So when Jesus picks it up at the cross, he's saying this, God will never abandon or, or leave anyone ever forsaken, ever, Mm -hmm. I've taken that into myself so that you might know this. Every time you feel abandoned, every time you feel uh, left in a place where, place of rejection, a place seemingly of solitary confinement, restricted and constricted, I'm there, right there with you. I took your cry a million times over and over and over so that you might learn to hear God say to you, I love you. 
So good, so powerful. <laughs> he's he's right there with us. He's walked it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. So so Easter, the Easter event, is totally a new beginning. It's it's totally about uh, every person, every every son of Adam, daughter of Eve, has the opportunity to encounter God with with, with arms wide open, and God saying, like like uh, the church that I belong to has a welcome. Big yeah. welcome across its walls, yes. and it's it's so powerful. The word welcome is meant to say, "I'm here, and I've been waiting for you to allow me to embrace you." So good, isn't he wonderful? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So I guess a yeah, final few questions or final question is, um, you know, we are used to gathering together at Easter and you know seeing crowds flock to a building and um, and that sort of thing. I guess I guess for yourself and then you know for us. How are you approaching this Easter, knowing that you know it'll look different, um, very different for from for us, and I guess for what we're accustomed to? Um, is there any advice or anything that you kind of you're doing personally? Um, in the yes, look, I, it, it's a strange thing to say, Sloane, but I, I think that God has been emptying the buildings so that the church might once again recover the revelation that we are the body of Christ. Right. Well. And, and that we're meant to be his body, his hands, his feet, his heart, his, his, his mouth, his eyes, you, you name it. We're meant to be the body uh, ablaze with, uh, with the fire of love, with the, the strength of faith to, to, to sing, sing the sesame strong. Well, who are the people in my neighbourhood? <laughs> so, you know, who are the people in my street? Yes. So, you know, I, I think that it's, it's, it's God's way of putting us out there as his body and that somehow people in the neighbourhood might catch a glimpse. What, what is it about you? Why are you so different? And why are you showing care? Yeah. And this is catching glimpses of, of Jesus. So for, for Hazel and I, uh, our children live in Thailand, so it's a WhatsApp connection. Yes. Love the idea of, <laughs> of technology and these sort of things. And, of course, so many churches around the globe are doing it online. Yeah. But how amazing that God in, in his own, own specific way is saying, I can come into your living rooms through online technology. Yeah. Uh, don't get caught up in the technology. Don't get caught up in the virus. Get caught up in me. Stay connected to me. You are my body, for goodness sake. <laughs> so good. Well, thank you very much for your time, Van. And uh, I was wondering if maybe you could pray for us. I think there's a lot of different people listening today and... Um, um, experiencing different things, walking through different things, but maybe even for the church as we prepare for Easter and Indeed. Um, that God would do what he has planned to do. Yeah. Waiting, Father God, you do wait because you don't, you don't come with force. You don't come and, and push us into places where we don't want to be. You wait so that we might be aware of the fact that as you wait, you are actually drawing us, drawing us through your love, through your grace, through your mercy, through your patience, through your goodness. And yes, even in the extreme of what we are seeing as chaos, in the very first moments of creation, in all its chaos, you said you would bring order out of chaos. So today, in the name of Jesus Christ, we're asking for you to bring order out of the chaos of what is called coronavirus. And we ask too that you would bring 
that skill to those who are perfecting vaccines to kill off this epidemic in Jesus' name. And we ask too, as the body of Christ, we might continue to be and go on becoming more like Jesus to those all around us. And for our church and for the churches around the world, all churches, let them become more alive to your spirit, teaching us how to pray, how to praise, how to worship, how to witness, and how to be uh, so much more uh, loving in tangible ways to awaken people to you, who you are God and you are love, in Jesus' precious name. And all those who are experiencing difficulties, I know this is a long prayer, but all those who are experiencing difficulties. We sing a song called The Waymaker, and his name is the way, I am the way. Let him take hold of you and provide for you his design of the making of a way for you through this, through this, with him, not on your own, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Van, for your time today. We appreciate everything you've said. And I don't know about you, but I have been very, very blessed. And to everyone who's joined us on today's podcast, obviously Good Friday is tomorrow. And um, we'd also just like to extend a massive invitation to you to join us online at hillsong.com forward slash online. Um, we have services all day on Good Friday and on Resurrection Sunday. So please um, join us. Um, be a part of the chat. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and above all else, please have a blessed Easter. And we pray that you'd encounter Jesus at this time. Welcome to this week's edition of Birthdays with Brad, your weekly soiree delivered to your home. Well, the team here at Birthdays with Brad have been hard at work this week to bring you a special edition. That's right, I've got a celebrity co-host with me today, my wife, fellow birthday enthusiast, Carissa. Why don't you say hi? Hi! Hi! Well, let's get to it, shall we? A big, juicy happy birthday to Charles Duplessis. Josh Russell. Mickey Van Wyke. That's right, Mickey Music. Reed Wall. Wow, getting old. Born a long time ago in a galaxy not so far away. Clifford Chi. Liam Palmer. Atlas 40A. Welcome to the world. Woohoo! Deb Carvalho from Portugal. Happy birthday, Deb. Uh, Caitlin Oliver in South Africa. Happy birthday, Caitlin. Hunter Harness. Ray Drayton. Woohoo! Leah Grassmeyer. Joe Boris, the Queen of the Sunshine Coast. Ooh, and Karen Fury in South Africa. Larissa Graham. Lockie Rich. Joe Reed, the greatest Queenslander to have never lived in Queensland. Happy birthday. George Gumararis. Chin Bowie. And Andrew Smith. Well, happy birthday, everybody. Let's sing. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, everybody. We'll see you right back here tomorrow on The Micropod.